Snake, this just in. You need to be on the lookout for Hatsune Miku. She's a twin-tailed voice synthesizer android. Oh, you better be careful, Snake. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Intel says she also is the creator of Minecraft. Uh, hello? You, he's my dad. So we have another special guest, and yeah, so sorry. Colin, I would like you to do your introduction for what you think our introduction is for this podcast. Alrighty. Hey, fuck you. He's my dad. Dad. So we have Colin McDonald finally on the podcast. We've been talking about him for like eight episodes now. Hi, um, I'm Colin McDonald, middle name Lucas. Whoa, I live whoa, in whoa. Vancouver, Washington. What's your address? My address is <laughs> Northeast Second <laughs> Avenue. And then what's your social security number? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a 7896 somewhere in there. <laughs> All right, cool. Do you want us to censor any of that? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of numbers. I guess, like, just don't uh, censor the the number in the second avenue. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. And then I think for the rest of the social security number, they don't have enough. They don't have enough. We're all good. <laughs> okay, yeah, so welcome back to uh, Fuck You, He's My Dad. I'm Jonah. Oh, my name's Andrew. And then we have special, de- special desk, uh, Carson, Colin, Mick, Arthur. Um... So, Colin Carson MacArthur, I want to talk about, we recently saw in the news here. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh. <clears throat> hey, Google. What's on my fuck you, he's my dad list? <laughs> I gotta unlock that, you'll need to un- you have seven things on that list. Here we are. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Here. Okay, wait, wait. So, instead of being very rudely interrupted. All right, Interrupted this summer. Um... <clears throat> So I read in the news, uh, Colin, Yes. that uh, you recently had an art piece uh, submitted to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in mm-hmm. New York. Yes, this is true. So I wanted to ask uh, what the art piece was. I don't really look at Describe art. Describe it to our audio listeners, which is all of them. Well, I pretty much was just sitting there in front of the blank canvas, and I decided to draw Oh, a... I don't give a shit how you did it. I want to hear about it. Oh, like, no. What I'm, it is. I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you just hold your horses, mister. I sat there and I drew the only thing that I know how to draw, and that's just women with a rockin' bod, and that's all it is, you know? Got them, got them big old pitties, that's it. Just that's it. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, didn't, I didn't actually have anything put to the, the art museum. Oh, they, they rejected it. Oh, okay. I was, was going to say, what would you do if, well, what would you do if they had accepted it? I would have been very happy and very shocked. I'd... I just drew vitriol when I submitted it to him. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Okay, so I misread the article. I apologize. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Colin. What do you do uh, in your everyday life? What is it? What does a Colin McDonald morning look like? Oh, really? The question is, what don't I do? I like to start out my day with a, a, a heaving helping of biscuits and gravy, oh, nice. lightly peppered, heavily salted, 
assaulted. <laughs> Beat the shit out of it. And then, uh, you know, I get the biscuits there. So that's what I do for about probably the first, I'd say, six hours of my day. Okay. And then past that point, I don't know, I just draw. That's all I do is I just draw and play video games and I work at a bookstore. Hell yeah. I don't know what's been said. <laughs> Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Colin's a very talented, sweet person that we talk about and gush about very often on this podcast. He's my favorite person. He's um, probably the best person to have ever graced my urethra, at the very least. It was pretty cool. Um, Sorry, Joy. I guess this is probably a good time to mention that I'm their cousin. Oh, yeah. Colin's Fuck you. He's my cousin. Um, we're, yeah, we like to do it Idaho style over here. Yes. Just like it's the good old east, but the southeast. But the west. The south. In general. It's the Midwest. The northwest. <laughs> but, like the mid-northwest. I don't know. Yeah, I grew up with you guys, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, we did some good shit. We watched some bad cartoons on the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some really shitty, just awful. Like uh, Colin reminded me of this sweet, this really awesome video from the internet called Turd Eating Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh! <laughs> anyway, and it's about, oh my god, what's the animal? It's, what, a, it's a monkey. It's a monkey, yes. It's a monkey in a plane that is in a crate, and the crate falls out of the plane, and it opens up. The monkey's walking around, he's collecting some bananas, like a video game, and he eats them. Then he has to poop, so he poops on the ground, and then he meets this cat. And then the cat's like talking to him and it's seemingly normal. And he's like, I'll eat your turds. And then it like glitches out and turns all super fucking freaky. And it's the weirdest fucking, like one of the weirdest fucking videos I've ever seen on the internet. Yeah, it's very strange. You can still find it on Newgrounds, anybody who wants to watch it out there. I can't remember what the creator's name is, unfortunately. Don't watch it. Watch it. It's just it's just atrocious. Whoever, you have to watch Turd Eating Cat. Whoever they are, they are very talented. <laughs> A very talented and gentle human being. It took a sure. lot of work, definitely. I don't know if it was well worth it, but well, that's it took my a lot favorite of work. kind of thing. Is like a very simple poop joke that has many hours of time put into it, <laughs> and it's just really gross. You watch the whole thing, and it's like there's literally cat eating turds. I there's some get violence. This, I cannot get this time back from my life. Well, I mean, like you know, like it makes like you know, someone digs a hole, and it's like whatever. But the deeper and deeper that hole gets, you're like, wow, it's a pretty deep hole. You this know, is fucked up. This is super fucked. Um, I can appreciate my holes. Yeah. So, um, Colin, on your journey here to, uh, on to, to, to Boise, Idaho, did mm-hmm. you, uh, encounter any, um, herbivores, maybe, um, cephalopods? Yeah. Fucking kangaroo ran right in front of the car <laughs> and we hit it. <laughs> uh, did it totally your car? Were you okay? No, nah, I just like. We were driving, and then it just hopped in front of the car, and we just plowed right into it, and it went right through our windshield. What? Feathers <laughs> everywhere. And right about that time, I was like, fucking kangaroos. And it turned out to be the boxing kangaroo, right? Yeah. Kangaroo oh. Jack? Yeah, just like... I think his name is Kangaroo. Am I thinking of Samurai Jack? <laughs> no, because I think there's a Kangaroo Jack, but isn't there like another kangaroo, too? That can talk? Or is it only Kangaroo Jack? That's I think like... it's just Kangaroo Jack, because that's the one where he's like... Is he well, the one that boxes, or yeah. does he dance and shit? He, pun- he, he does punches both. to the Mama Gonna Punch You Out song. Okay, yeah, so then you hit Kangaroo Jack, and he kicks the shit out of all of you. Yeah. Did he live it through the just, process, or did he just, die? It was just me and my buddy Matt. Well, you see, he got caught underneath the fender, and That's he was still punching and kicking. I don't know if you've ever battled with a kangaroo. They're quite ferocious. I believe that. Very... Even one stuck in a fender? No, yeah, absolutely. He was still kicking. He was still screaming, you know, the noise that kangaroos make. Like, wah! 
Right by kangaroos that speak that. English. Yeah, he was being... I don't think... This, Kangaroo Jack doesn't talk, does he? I don't think he does. I really don't think he does. I, I think it's just voiceover work. I'm going to pass that to you. Why are we doing this? What's the <laughs> I want to see how many, how high of a number we can get to. Okay, so we're, yeah, we're, we're tabbing up. Um, I have a calculator. The, yeah, what the fuck are we doing? I have a calculator. I put one plus one into it, and then you know the thing where you just mash equals, and then just counts upwards? Yeah, right now we're doing that, and we got it up to like 1,800. Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know how calculators Never mean. mind, we just hit 1,900. So yeah, um... You can't see that, though. Andrew, <clears throat> why don't you start us off with a topic? Alright, let me, let me oh, take yeah. a look at my topics. Oh, what, 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 Here, let's pull out the list. Um, I got my phone with my list on it. Yeah, we're flipping through it right now. Well, here we are, fellas. Year 2019. How's it feel? Should we just air our grievances? <laughs> I've been really on, on this. <laughs> So I feel so lonely. You feel lonely? That's the topic? What the fuck's happening? No, okay, so... Uh, I... Oh, God, I don't remember how long ago it was. What I bought, I bought, like, an $800 drawing tablet. Because this was back when it's like, man, I'm going to get into animation. And I read a whole fucking book on it. I, I learned a lot about animation. And, you know, I still know a lot about animation. It's just I learned from that time that I don't like animating. But uh-huh. I, nice. I bought this very expensive drawing tablet, and then when I stopped using it, I was like, "Hey, Colin, you're an artist. You wanna you wanna buy this drawing tablet from me?" And I said, "Sure." And wow. then I sold it to him. But then later on, I was like, "Colin's like, I don't quite use this anymore." And I'm like, "Hey, I need it for a class I'm taking." I will actually have you know, I did still use it. You just needed it, Mister. Yeah. Um. Sure. <laughs> so then I got it back, and then I was like, "This class is fucking stupid. Never mind." And then my friend Dennis was still taking the class, so then I gave him the drawing tablet, and then Dennis is like, "Yeah, this class is fucking stupid," and then gave me the drawing tablet back again. And now I'm like, "Hey, Colin, you want this drawing tablet?" And Colin's like, "Yes, I do want that drawing tablet." So this drawing tablet. It's just like making a fucking V shape where I'm at the bottom and Colin's on the right and Dennis is on the left. Yeah, he sold it back to me and I'm going to be giving him 50 bucks a month for the next eight months. So technically I've made like a $100 profit off of this whole thing, I think. Yeah, but that was like two years ago. Yeah, Maybe I I can put some interest on there, you know? Wow. Maybe. I mean, my love. But yeah, I'm very excited to get using that thing again. Maybe I'll make some animations. Maybe I'll send them to Andrew. I'll make an animation that's like me pooping on Andrew. And, be and like, then I uh-huh. eat it, and then I become a cat. I'll be like, look what I'm doing with your expensive dreams. <laughs> Man, Andrew, I don't want to hit equal on this calculator anymore. I'm over this. All I don't right, like it's this. It's turn now. Um, I reckon you hold it away from the mic. Did my mom say she watched this podcast? I have no idea if your mom listens to this. I really hope not. <laughs> Well, well, that's your sign. Like the first deep. five minutes, I was saying the word titties. <laughs> okay, that's not so something my mother needs to hear. So I, I have a, I have a, I have a question. Yeah. So let's say you, yeah. um, so let's say one day you came home. Yes. Uh, Colin. When you say home, do you mean me going, returning to Idaho, or going to my current home? Let's rephrase. You go to your mom's house. Okay. And uh, Colin has a younger brother. His name's Carson. He's. How old now? Eleven. His He's... middle name is Venom. It's on the birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, so let's say you came home. Thank you, Spider-Man 3. To your house. Yes, <laughs> my home. My mother's home. Yes, your mom's house. And Carson was there. But he was very obviously just like a robot. Like fucking like fart and smoke. And he was like... And then... But like... 
It was oh, literally wait. Hold on. Just... Google, Google, listen to that. Let's hear what it. Let's hear what it heard. Yes, my home, my mother is not home yet. Your mom's house and Carson was there, but he was very obviously just like a robot, like fucking, like farting, <laughs> smoke and vape. <laughs> and then Google said, "I can search that for you." So I'm gonna hurry and see what Google comes up with when it searches that. Um, comes up with what? Theogate, your mom's house podcast on Reddit. Yo, wait, fart video gold. <laughs> it's on Reddit. It's oh, on dude. Wait, your mom's house podcast. What? What the fuck is this subreddit? We found an... Hey, Hitler, this is a place to promote your polyvi lifestyle and post all your dental updates, dad boners, funny script videos, and would you rathers. Or maybe you just want uh, to glass... What is the fuck? To glass all the cool, slick, and neat stuff to your fellow mommies, have offer, enjoy some brown talk. This subreddit is for all things Tommy, Tina, and your mom's house. Remember to keep your jeans high and tight and always wipe down. What the we fuck we uh, is found happening? a subreddit for a completely different podcast that sounds to make and way apparently less sense. it's on episode four hundred and ninety nine <laughs> and it's had H three H three on it. Alrighty, uh, so then we are signal boosting them officially. Uh, don't mean, listen honestly, to them. Listen should, to us. They should probably signal boost us. Um, but to re- go back to your question, you were talking about if I came home and Carson was a robot, and then no one else noticed. It was just you that was like Carson's a robot. Like, obviously not the same person, mm-hmm. not Carson whatsoever. Uh, well, you know, I probably at first I'd be like, Carson, that's very impressive. This is very funny. And I'd probably assume that they're all doing a joke, some sort of practical joke. But at some point, I think I'd start to realize, but, you know, te- like recently when I'm going to my mom's house, I'm only there for an hour or like, like yeah, a couple days, like a couple hours. You yeah. Know? Um, I don't know. I think I would start to get pretty concerned because I'm sure when I wrestle him, I'd realize because you could probably have a very hard body, yes. But it's like, can you tickle a robot? I don't think so. So it's like when you get there though, and like your mom's like, "Carson, come on, dinner," and then he's just like grinding his robot head uh-huh. into place. I like to imagine he ceramic. doesn't have like he doesn't like lift up his legs. He's like obviously on treads. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just like drives over and like crushes the chair into the table. Like we talking like Mr. Krabs from the Imitation Crabs, yes, SpongeBob level. Okay. Well, or are we talking like those one weird? like insurance commercials where they have the weird robots i'm just talking like he is robot sounds like a robot but no one else knows he's a robot but you could you cope with that would you want to find old carson would you kill robot carson i would probably kill robot carson leave him a little bit alive ask him what happened to my beautiful baby brother track him down yeah i'm sure he'd probably be already be dead though so maybe i shouldn't really get too many maybe i shouldn't really get super hyped over it I don't know. It sounds like a pretty lame situation that would more than likely end with me crying. It doesn't sound great, that's for sure. What would you do if you came home and Andrew was like that? Um, I'd probably fart smoke. Well, you're, you would do that, but Robot You would do something else, probably. No, Robot Me would fart smoke. I'd just fart fart. Well, where are you? I don't know. Where would the robot take me? I don't know. That's what you're there right Colin, now. I'm at. Oh, I would say probably like someplace downtown, like in a dumpster, like inside of it. It's like a secret laboratory, and they're figuring out how to clone me or something. So then eventually they could replace the shitty robot with clone me. You know, guys, I'm surprised neither of you have noticed. I look pretty different since I returned from Vancouver, huh? No. Yeah, but also you don't have a metal husk. I'm advanced. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a thin layer of rubber on his chassis. I'm like one of the androids from Alien. Wait, Oi. isn't this like a... Isn't this like the plot of Fallout 4? Fallout Boy? 
Yeah. Yeah. This is the plot of Fallout Boy. All right, but going on, what would you do if I were farting smoke? Um, I'd be concerned. I don't even know. That sounds like some fucking. Uh... Wouldn't you be, kind of be like classic Andrew, walk away? Yeah, I'd probably just be like, I can't really deal with this. <laughs> I wonder how you'd be on a podcast if I like brought you in here to record. Just be mac- like mm, like a metal grinding. It's like. Argh! Like whenever You're like compacting fucking couches and shit yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> We'd probably just end up making a YouTube series of Andrew destroying shit. And then Andrew would, and real Andrew somewhere in his cell would see it and be like, <laughs> he's more popular than I ever was. <laughs> yes. It's like even saying movie names grounds for copyright and no, stuff. No, talk about all the shit you want. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say it would be just like that episode of Amazing World of Gumball. See, I experience life through media, so I don't I don't know any other references. <laughs> That's fine. That's usually what we do here. You know, some people are like, ha, relatable joke, and I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know anything. Oh, my God. I'm more, I'm more lizard than mammal. Um... Well, that's oh, good. I think we have to get closer to the mic. Yeah? Because it's looking like we're a little echoey. Like uh, this? Yeah, I think we both just kiss it. You know, just... Maybe just, yeah, like really get into it. Just... Okay, Andrew, what else you got? Um, <laughs> What else do you have? Um, Actually, Colin. Yes. Tell me a fucking story. Tell dude. you a story? Yeah, like a real story. I want to hear about you. I want to hear... Like, and then I have a premise for stories that we can yeah, go like, off. Like okay. maybe like uh, yeah, just let me know about uh, about your childhood. Something fucking weird. <sighs> Something weird from my childhood, huh? Well, there yeah. was this one time when me and my mom were driving around, and I was very young and had recently watched the movie Signs by M Night Shyamalan, and uh, my mom, you know, we were driving around at nighttime, and from behind us, I saw a bunch of flashing lights, and my mom went, "Oh shit, ambulance!" But I swear to God, I thought she said aliens. And I was pretty damn convinced that there were aliens behind us. And that my mom, like, just kind of knew how to deal with it. Uh, no, I don't know. We... She pulls out a fucking shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I was like, I don't know, at that point I was just kind of assumed that aliens were a thing. And that it was kind of something that was going to be happening. Because I saw it in the movie, of course. You know, kind of like how kids can become convinced that someday there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. And that, like, Santa's real. Yeah. Santa Sorry. is real. Sorry, all you listeners. Yeah, Santa is real and he's in Israel. Why are you apologizing to the listeners? Because he's in Israel. There's a person in Israel? Santa! Santa. People live in Israel? <laughs> no, is we're Israel the North to... Pole? What? Is Israel the North Pole? I believe it's actually the Middle East. The North Pole is real. <laughs> so. Or is it the Northern? God, I don't know. All right, now. What is even going on over now there? Now, I want to I talk about this little game that me and Jonah Colin and Colin's little brother, Carson, like to play along with some other cousins and stuff oh. back whenever we hang out. There's this little game called Ninja Tag, and I don't know if any of y'all have heard about it, but it's just hide and seek in the dark, and you can't like hide underneath things or like in things. It's like you have to try to hide in obvious places and just play blend into the dark. In the dark. And we got some good ass stories. We mostly played at Colin's house. No, I think they should get a well rounded understanding of the rules. First of all, as according to the Shinobi Code, you're not allowed to express emotion while you're playing Ninja Tag. You're not allowed to, like, remark to your family or anything like that. You have to sever all those ties in pursuit of hiding. And if you're caught, just pop that cyanide. Yeah, you'd rather be dead. 
But, uh, I don't know, Johnny, you start with some weird shit that you did. Okay, so we're talking about me at a college house, and we're, you know, we're playing in there, it's like a, it's a house, you know, it's got a roof, it's got some walls, it's got a hallway, it's got a kitchen. We're hanging out, it's pitch fucking black, uh, I think maybe Carson was seeking, I want to say, so we're just hanging out, Carson's looking for us, hiding in the dark, everybody's got some wicked spot, and this hallway has a very high ceiling, but has very close walls, and I'm like... I don't know, 11, 12? I don't really remember how old I was. Maybe like, I was 14, 15? You were only like 14, that. 15, because I remember I was probably like, or no, I was probably around like <laughs> 11 or 12. So you're probably like, what? 15, 16. Yeah. Okay. I'm yawning. I'm yawning. Okay, so then I was, uh, I was like, oh my god, I know where to hide. I'm going to climb up to the ceiling. So I pressed myself between these two walls with my back and my feet and climbed up. I was probably like... Emperor's New Groove style. Yeah, it was like <laughs> seven feet in the air, just like hanging out and just trying to be as silent as possible, trying to keep... And it was like weird, like I was like the perfect leg length where I could kind of like keep my legs locked and like wouldn't fall. I didn't have to press that hard. So I just kind of like hung out up there for a really long time. And uh, it got to the point where the game wasn't fun anymore because Carson couldn't find me. He found everybody else. <laughs> and then... I, I was like, well, go away, and then I'll reveal myself. Like, I don't want you to see where I'm hiding. Like, it's my secret spot. So then I climbed down and was like, I think I just told you guys where I was hiding well, anyway. Oh, no, I knew where you were hiding, because I remember as Carson was seeking you, at one point I was walking underneath you, and then I looked up, and I, like, laughed a little bit, but I didn't let Carson know. Dude, my favorite story from when we were doing that is when Andrew was seeking, and all of us were in the living room. And, like, Carson was hidden underneath a bunch of blankets, and Andrew was just being like, Carson, you over here? No? Okay. And then all of us heard just, like, a really loud metal tin bang, and Carson just went, ow. Because <laughs> yeah, I like, kicked a tin full of marbles, and then it hit Carson. It hit him, like, right in the head, but he wasn't like, ow, or anything. He was just like, ow. And it was, it was good. <laughs> underneath a blanket? Yeah, that's illegal. Uh, remember that time we were playing Ninja Go Seek right as someone broke in to kill us? And then... Yeah! God, and we had to, like, home alone it? What a lucky night that was. I know. I remember when we played it at uh, Grandma's house, and Nicholas hid inside of the couch. <laughs> Nicholas, oh, my God. Nicholas is our older brother. Well, that happened at your guys' old house as well. Oh, did it? Yeah, because that was the night that Spore came out. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So, like, 2000. Seven? Dude, that was forever ago. That was the first I think it was like 2007, 2008. Hey, Google. That's so long ago. When did Spore come out? When did Spore come out? 2008. 2008. Yeah. That game was lame. I enjoyed way. it a lot. It was fun and then it wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really wish um, they had more content. I really wish you could build neater looking monsters do you remember how there was a game that was being made on indie like indiegogo i know not indiegogo Indie DB. yeah indie db and it was supposed to be like what spore wanted to be i don't remember that no i remember there was some cool concept art for it and all they ever got around to doing was making the fucking cell creator and it was able to be like asymmetrical asymmetrical <laughs> and stuff like that but it never got done uh, or at least I never checked back up on it. Boo. I'm very sad because I feel like my days as an internet, like, explorer, you know? <laughs> my days as an internet explorer when I was voyaging the waves of the the burgeoning wide web. You know, they're gone. Now everything's charted. Everybody knows what where there is things. <laughs> Just go on YouTube and that's it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I feel mean, like I still discover some weird games. You're like when I was a kid, I could get on the computer and I could just like stay occupied for hours. And now when I'm on my phone, I'm just like hopping back and forth between Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. That's it. It's because you're lame. Sometimes I go on to IndieDB and I look at all the games that were canceled that I followed for a while ago. Like, for people who don't know, IndieDB was a place where you could set up downloads and also, like, have people look at your games that you were making. I couldn't make fucking games. There was this one game made by this guy named Solar Loon. Yes, I love him. He still makes music. He's still making games. Thank God, because his music and games were so good. They were like... Wait, what games did he make? 2D, 3D. They're, I only played of. tech. Yeah, it was like weird tech demos. He made a, one game called Soldier of, but then he renamed tech it demo. to something else. Um, it was really, Finished. it's like really neat because I remember as a kid, I would comment on his SoundClouds a lot. And, and then, he would respond? Yeah, he would, sound, he would respond and he'd be like, hey, thanks, man. And then like two years ago, he posted a YouTube video and I made a big comment with the same username. I was like, hey, man, I've been following your shit for years. And he totally recognized me and it was just, it was just neat. I love... I need to get on Newgrounds more. Newgrounds <laughs> is still going. Yeah, it's got some cool shit, too. Yeah, ever since Tumblr banned porn, that's where everyone went. Well, yeah, there, and back in December, there was that massive migration, which I was a part of. It felt good to get on the ground floor on something, but I only uploaded, like, four things to Newgrounds. I need to upload more. Now that I have your Cintiq back, I can do that more. Now you, you suck. Now that you have my talent. You suck. Jackass. I Whoa. suck ass jacks. I didn't sign up for this verbal abuse. Okay, quick question. What's yeah. the best cereal and what's the worst cereal? Best cereal is Cookies and Cream. What? The, the Malto Meal brand. What? The Cookies and Cream Malto Meal brand. They, they're kind of the shape. It. They're the shape of Cheerios, but they're like Oreo cookie. And then they have these little white like frosting de- dealies on them. They're very good. Oh. Yeah, I could eat it forever. There have been times where it's like 12 o'clock at night at my house, and I was just like, can I go for some cereal right now? What about, um... Pay your fucking bottom dollar I did. But what about, um... Raisin Bran? Two scoops of raisins. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, Raisin Bran's okay, but I can't really stand to eat it unless there's a raisin in every bite. Oh, yeah, same. The second... Kind of like that with like marshmallow mateys too. See, isn't it interesting? Because I, you would not catch me dead eating raisins outside of Raisin Bran, but when you put raisins next to Bran, suddenly raisins are looking a whole lot better. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> funny. Um, okay, so you guys were kind of talking about uh, Solar Loon, and we were talking about Soldier Up and those weird games. Yes. It reminded me of when I discovered... Um, I'm trying to remember his name. What games did he make? He made Silver Quest. Oh, I remember. Oh. His name's Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Wolfgang I totally know something. him. I the okay. It's because of him that I found one of my current favorite games, which is Valhalla, stylizes VA-11 Hall A, and they're published under the same company. He made it. No, I don't think he or he made the company that publishes it. He didn't make Valhalla though. Oh. Or at least maybe he was involved in it. God damn. I'm pretty wish sure I had my he made it. Me. He made it. Well, the guys that made it are from like South America or something. They were no. in Brazil. I don't think he made it. I think he was he either helped with it or he was friends with them for sure, though. Oh, okay. I would love to be part of those kind of tight-knit communities. <laughs> he fucking made this game that I discovered on the internet called yes. Silver Quest. And it was like this really weird MMO where it looked like um, ASCII, which is like old-school 
computer graphics where everything was like numbers and like letters, like anything, anything you could press on the keyboard. It was like text art. Yeah, it was like text art, and it was multicolored. So you'd be walking around in like asterisks. No, not asterisks. Uh, commas would represent like grass on the ground, and mm-hmm. like a monster would be like a capital V attacking you and weird shit. Like it, it almost is. It shares more with like D and D than it does video games. Yes. You have to, it asks a lot of your imagination. And then you go around and explore, and, like, there's some quests you can do, and you get some money, and you kill some stuff, and it's just, like, a weird world where you have to, like, kind of figure out what the fuck to do. And I liked it a lot, and he, uh, like, no one played it. And so I reached out to him, and I was like, hey, I want to organize, like, a community to go and, like, play this game. And so I got some friends to play it, and not for very long, because I suck, but for a couple months we played it pretty consistently and kept the servers... And then he was like, oh, my God, like, I'll update it. And then we stopped playing, and he stopped updating it. But, but, I'm still friends with him on Steam. Dude. And so we uh, still, like, share games and shoot the shit every once in a while. He's a really cool dude. Shout out to Wolfgang. He's a really cool dude. His name you don't remember. You Um, sort of remember it. (laughs) I released his company's called Wolfgame. Hold on, I gotta try to find it. Um, I remember back in my, my Minecraft days, I found my favorite Minecraft mod, and it was a thing called Ars Magica, and it just added, like, spells and stuff, and it was a lot of fun. And then they went and they released Ars Magica 2, which is just it with custom spells. And then I went and I just randomly looked up the guy and added him onto Steam, and, uh, I've, and I've had him as a friend on Steam ever since, and... You just kind of randomly accepted it, and it's like, hey, I love this mod. You're like, you've inspired me to like do a lot of shit. And anyways, I love you. And then we did nothing. Thanks, his name's, his name's uh, Oren. Oren? SilverQuest influenced me a lot, too, because I feel like before SilverQuest, I was kind of like very picky about games and the kind of person that cared a lot about graphics. But after SilverQuest, I don't know, it was after you pointed out that I can just use my imagination and draw my characters however they want, that I was kind of like, whoa... Yeah, that's a cool idea, and so I started playing it more and more. I didn't play it for super long, unfortunately, but I liked, I like, kind of fell in love with ASCII games and the idea of them, and later like on Dwarf D&D. Fortress. Yeah, I still haven't been able to play Dwarf Fortress like consistently because it's the most uninviting game in the world. It's coming out on Steam. Yeah. With actual graphics yeah, yeah, yeah. and mouse functionality, so it's going to be like an actual game that is playable, mm-hmm. and. For those of you that don't know about Dwarf Fortress, it's this game that has, like, a bunch of shit. Like, it, like, generates an entire world with history and gods and shit that's happened and kings that have reigned. And then you're just like, man, I just got, like, six or seven dwarves. We're going to dig a hole in this mountain. We're going to do some shit. Oh, fuck. I released gas in here. There was a lit torch. It blew up. Everyone fucking died. Start over. The game is so complicated that I recall hearing a story where... A character had a special attribute because his ancestors had been kidnapped by goblins and they had like procreated with his ancestor and so he had a little bit of goblin blood in him and it's it's just it's so deeply simulated it boggles the mind and it's been out and it's free right now (laughs) you could get it right now and i think it's gonna it may cost money on on steam Steam, it's gonna cost money because from what i understand the whole point of it is that it allows for you to support the it's just another way to support uh can't even remember bay free bay it's like oh. bay something games yeah it is i don't remember what we though. can't remember anything Woo! But 
they uh, the point is is that it's another way to support them because they've been developing that game. It's like two brothers. They've been developing it for free for the past eleven. Isn't one of them years. sick? And that's why they want money. I think so. He has like a heart disease or something. Yeah, he's got something going on. I really hope we're not just spreading so much misinformation right now. People don't listen to this off no, podcast I heard for he good info. Beats dogs. I want to talk about this stupid game that me, Colin, and Joan used to play when we were really bored. So we're hanging out at Colin's house. I think we were like making up like board games and like, card games and stuff. Uh, and then what? Uh, <laughs> and then we're like, hey, Get back in your corner. <laughs> we should. We should play like a daring game but with a d20 and if you roll a 20 like you say the dare and then you roll a 20 and then the if you roll a 20 then the person that you dared has to do it and if you roll a one then you have to do it and if you roll a 10 then both of you have to do it okay here's the you're slopping the story a tiny bit because it was 10th grade i do believe and we were playing D 5e for the first time we were all making our characters we had jake small and john ramsey over they were at my house, and we moved the table into the living room, and then we started playing in the kitchen when we were waiting for you to finish making your character, Andrew. I think he was a tiefling uh, something. Yeah, I remember he could speak abyssal, and at one point he, like, I decapitated a man. It was very sick. It was he's very a cool. tiefling rogue. He's, he's, a, he's a sneaky rogue. I'm no, like, but yeah. And then cut a man's head off. Um, at the time, I don't think we had the rule implemented where if we it was a 10, you both did it. I think it was just the 20s and the 1s. But it kind of a, it was like a self-regulating thing, just given the fact that you don't want to make a totally awful dare because there's a slight chance you're going to have to do it. So everything is kept kind of tame, but still disgusting and a lot of food-related dares. I, uh, I, the way we play it, I've played it now, is uh, it's adjusted to where a 19 or a 20 is the other person has to do it, a 1 okay. or a 2 you have to do it, okay. and then a 10 is you both have to do it. And the in-betweens are nothing, which means that eventually... You're gonna start running out of dares, so you have to like really start digging at some really fucked you gotta up. Gotta make shit some creative today. shit. Like, hey, I want you to lick this candle wax. That's hot. So from playing this game, I don't remember what terrible, horrible concoction someone made for me, but I think I, I remember it. It was like Colin made the dare. It was hazelnut creamer with a bouillon cube. Like I a think chicken yeah. bouillon cube. I think there was like um, some milk and mayo in there as well. It was something fucked up. Yeah. And I ate it. And now hazelnut creamer makes me sad and I can't eat it. I also remember you had to eat like 17 little donuts. Oh. And you like. <laughs> but that's not bad. It was hard, but it's not bad. Well, because you, you had to eat them all at once. You couldn't, yeah. swall- you couldn't eat one, chew and swallow. You had to put them all in your mouth at the same time. And then you just kind of spat it out into my bathroom trash can. And I was like, thanks, Jonah. I hit maximum capacity. Colin, didn't you like do a shot of hot sauce? I think so. I ate an entire clove of raw garlic. Dude, do you remember that fucking... Okay, last time I visited, do you remember how I ate that cheese puff with ghost pepper chili? Yes! Like, okay, recall how visceral my reaction is? Yes! Okay, so like two days later, I had gotten home, and I had purchased Chinese food from an Albertsons in Baker City, Oregon, on the drive home. Bad idea. It was a thing called Shanghai Mondays, and I was all about that name, so that's why I got it. But, uh... Colin, you just hit 10,000. Yay. 10,000 clicks on the calculator, folks. But anyways. <laughs> Donate for more clicks. <laughs> anyways, so uh, basically what happened is that we were watching, me, my girlfriend, and our friend Nicole were watching the thing. And then, uh, like, I was eating the Chinese food, and I bit straight into, like, an uncut stem that they had managed to put in. It was 10,000 times worse than whatever I you would maybe eat that night. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, instantaneously, my whole face 
was just puffy, and I was crying involuntarily. <laughs> it was very funny. That's awesome. I'm very white. I can't handle spice. I um, love putting crackers in my soup. <laughs> <laughs> can we, um, will you eat another puff tonight? I can do that. Um, I mean, I kind of like, wish we had a taste for us. Oh, wait, it tasted foul. Shit. Fuck, fuck. And now for our commercial break. Hey folks, we know how much you like goat milk out there. Well, get ready for this. We finally find a way to put it in bottles, put it in the market. Go out there, look for Goat's Head Goat Milk. It'll stab you right in the kidneys. I love milk. <laughs> this shit will make you vomit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not lying about the kidney blood. There's plenty of kidney blood in the goat's milk. We do not filter it. We do not regulate it. There is blood in the milk from when we squeeze the goat titty too hard and it punctures the inside of the nipple. That happens a lot. A lot of blood gets in your milk, fellas. Folks, folks, let me level with you. You're drinking a lot of cow blood when you're drinking milk. I'll tell you right now. They, di they diet. They do what they can. But you are, bottom line, you are drinking liquid from a cow. It came from inside the udder. There's blood in there. And cow hair. Bloody udder. But anyways, we hope this made you want to drink our goat's milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Yes, I do wish we had those spicy cheese puffs. But I, uh, <laughs> I didn't bring them. I didn't bring the thumb drive again either. So Fucking hell. <laughs> What's the thumb drive? It's to take this home. I don't want to use ah. my phone again. I'll Can't you like email it? it? Can't you like email this file? If it's this... 40 minutes long right now. Okay, as long as it doesn't get to the hour twenty five that last, like that last week's episode was. Uh huh. Then yes, I think we should be okay. An hour and twenty five. Let's just hit a yeah. regular hour, and that should only be like fourteen gigabytes. Guys, do you realize so... that on average I usually talk for like maybe five minutes at a time? <laughs> well, bitch, you've been doing it for like forty. Why did you bring me on here? <laughs> You're welcome. What were oh yeah cheese puffs no yeah I think that would be a fun thing to do is to just make your guests ingest cheese puffs but that's already sort of a thing I guess uh, what were some cool food gimmicks you could do on here um well I don't know honestly here you could eat I have this squirping tail that I got from Arizona State really yeah and you should just, just eat carrying it around in your pocket it's a little linty and it kind of smells like pubes but okay. you should. Just eat it. God, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. let's hear you like eat it on the podcast. All right, here I go. And then tell me how it tastes. Going stinger first, folks. Okay. It's crunchy. Ooh. And? I don't know about that. I don't know. That's not, I don't know about that how's, right there. How's the venom taste? I don't know. Like bitter. <laughs> <laughs> tastes a lot like a switch cartridge. You're looking blue. Are you feeling okay? What do you mean? Am I looking sad to you? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. No, I'm, I'm, on, I'm living right now, dude. Okay, good. Okay. I don't feel like punk. <laughs> um, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, I think he has like another 17 minutes in him. We'll be right back. You're sucking the spicy nose after this, right? Okay, we're back. I think Colin's okay. We took him to the hospital, and they had to cut out his tongue. Hello. What's <laughs> <laughs> I am the real Colin. <laughs> You're killing me. Fuck. But in better news, like two days ago, I got married. In my backyard. Oh, oh right. yeah. <laughs> it was shit. Just kidding. It wasn't shit. Joy, don't listen to this. It was anyway. pretty cool. It was pretty neat. Wait, who's Joy? 
Uh, it was a really good uh, wedding. I had a lot of fun. I had to give a speech. Andrew gave a speech, and then his, our grandma yelled at him. Because I said, fuck. It was so good. I, I gave a speech, too, you know. He did give a speech. No, I felt very self-conscious about it, because I didn't want you to think I was just, like, doing a speech to get a center of attention. I just, You're looking for those upvotes? Yeah, I didn't. I just <laughs> I just wanted to say some words for you. No, I loved it. So um, I love you guys. <laughs> my favorite... Uh, my favorite thing about the night is eventually, you know, the music, and then it was dancing. And then my older brother was in town for a couple of days. And he was like, we should do karaoke. And he was like, I didn't set this up for karaoke. Little did I know, it was definitely just set up for karaoke. The music <laughs> was playing. There was a live microphone. Literally, it was just made for karaoke. But I was trying to be like, no, it's not for karaoke because I don't like to sing karaoke. I thought he was, like, trying to rope me into it. And I was like, no. And so at some point, everyone gets shit-faced enough that he's up there with his phone just shazamming whatever the songs are because he's not a normal human that knows what music <laughs> is and, like, scream-singing these songs <laughs> that he's never heard before. And he gets tons of people up there to go sing with him. Like, like it's... I feel like part of the humor is just if you know what Nicholas looks like because he's not, like, doing what people do when they sing karaoke where they kind of get into it. He was just stiffly standing there with drink being held at a right angle, like looking down at his phone, speaking kind of monotone into the microphone. But also the hand that he was using to hold his phone is like extended out all the way. <laughs> he looked like he was pretending to do karaoke rather than doing karaoke. It was awesome. And it got to the point where people were like screaming into the microphone. Everyone was fucked up. And then the police were called and our wedding got shut down. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the cops. Me and Colin were over sitting near a bonfire talking about coding and art and shit. Coding, art, cyber goth dancing. Yeah, we we danced our asses off. Cyber goth dance. At some point, we're like, man, I really have to piss. And then Colin's like, oh yeah, I also have to piss. And Jonah has like this canal in his background with like a dock to it. And me and Colin are like, hey, you want to go? You want to go pee off this dock as a bonding exercise? And it's like, why'd you say uto, Jonah? What do you mean? Oh, never. Keep going about. So the then, me and Colin were peeing and stuff, and we're like, "Yeah, we won't look, and if we do, it's not gay; it's just incest." Um, so we're peeing off this dock, and then like we have our stuff tucked away, but I turn around and I'm like pulling up my pants. And when I turn around, I just make direct eye contact with Joy's sister. <laughs> and I'm like, well, shit. Well, the best part is that. Uh, my Dirty Little Secret by All American Rejects was playing as we were peeing covertly into the canal. It was a really good bonding exercise. Yeah, that's awesome. That was my first wedding, too. It was pretty cool. It was my Dude. second. That was, like, my first, like, actual wedding. And it was yeah. my own. So I didn't like, really they set that. the bar high for you, right? Because yeah, yeah. like, we've all been to weddings, but I think most of the time we went as tiny kids. I still felt like a tiny kid, but, like, I don't know. I, I had fun, you know. I participated. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. It was a really good time. I liked it a lot. Lots of problems. Hey, any of you, any of you truckers out there, remember know about Fuddruckers? Fuck Rudders, as I call it. Has any have any of you eaten at Fuddruckers? No. Apparently, they make really good burgers. I know. Not enough. Isn't, aren't they closed down now? Yes. I think they're still a thing. In, no. In the east. No. I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know. They're not here. I don't know. Anyways, it's a random restaurant that's just called Fuddruckers, and it's like, who named it that? Who who has that last name? I'm so sorry for you. So. Also, I don't want to end this podcast until we get to 20,000, and right now we're almost to 1,400. Damn, dude. Well, we're ending it soon. So, let's talk about the bi-weekly game. Oh, yes. yes. Which Colin has named, uh, what game? What is it called? 
Oh, Caves of Cud? No. No? You stupid. Because I don't know that game. I don't Bitch. Know. I don't it was Cortex it was. Command. I oh, you yeah, know that Andrew named it that one. We're <laughs> talking about Cortex Command. Cortex Command is this little game that we bought along. I don't even know. Actually, just kidding. I think Nicholas bought it. No, he I bought it with the it. Humble Bundle. Yes. Mm-hmm. With Humble Bundle. And it's this back little in like game. 2008. It's like an RTS game, but you can control all your little troops individually. It's like a side scroller, twin stick shooter. You collect gold by digging. 100% of everything is destructible. It's very physics heavy, very physics based. And you're like, you have a brain that you hide somewhere in a base, and then you construct the base and you put turrets and shit in there. And uh, you're trying to kill the other person's brain. But we'd always just like fuck off. Like, I don't think we ever, like, we would just give ourselves like infinite money and just buy shit and just like. Pretty much. We'd, we'd mod, mod the, the shit out. Yeah, we'd mod. get like giant mechs well, and shit. Correction, Nicholas would mod it. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas had all the mods. I had no idea how he did it. And so we would play his. It was fucked up. I remember we would play like, we'd make up game modes where one person could call in giant mechs and the only person could only call in normal regular sized people. Uh-huh. And so like the regular sized people would like dig holes to <laughs> and hide it's like these three giant mechs robots. versus all these other people. Yeah. And it was fucking brutal. Uh, like there is so many moments where we'd be like stuck in a wall or something because that game was broken as shit, and we'd be like, "Run, yeah. run!" and then just get crushed by the mech as it was stepping through the hallway. It'd be something weird where like someone else drops a gun and it lands on your guy's head and kills him. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like when you summon like you call in like pods to drop off your people, but if you put too many people on, they'd all trample each other and kill like half of them. Um. Something I would like to bring up about the game is that it has the most fantastic, or one of my favorite visual styles I've ever seen in a game, and it introduced me to my current favorite artist, probably favorite artist of all, all time, Arne Niklas Janssen. He's from Sweden, and he just makes the most nice, squeezable concept art I've ever seen in my whole life. Please go give him a look. He deserves so much traffic. That and a bag of chips, please. You can find him at androidarts.com. I love him so much. Android Arts, Arne Nicholas Jansen, please email me back. If you listen to this please podcast, just know my Colin call. loves you. <laughs> listen to his own podcast. Fuck you. I'm the cousin of fuck you. He's my dad. Please respond to my tweets. I am Neroid on Twitter. K-N-I-R-O-I-D. You know my address. Just come over and visit me. Show me how you do what you do. And actually, actually, we censored your address. Should we like send him a special version that's uncensored? Yes. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna leave it uncensored. Yeah, go ahead. You said some <laughs> fucked up shit on this podcast. I'm leaving it uncensored. What? Because I said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly why. So I could say, but I can't say. So you can... Ow! Yeah, shut up. Anyway, back to Cortex Command. It's great. Talk about the crab nukes. Okay, so there was a there was a time you can get a. So as Andrew was describing, you can get these things that like drop your troops and like items into the world. They have to be physically deployed. You can buy like these cool like rocket ships that are like your traditional just like cone rocket ships that come down and ship people out. You can get like drop ships where the bottoms open up and ship people out. You can just get a crate that falls and opens up and people can get out. And so the crates are free. You don't have to spend any money on them. And crabs are also free. You don't have to spend any money on them. Crabs effectively do nothing in the game. But I somehow found out that if you just fill a crate with so many crabs, that when you deploy it, it breaks the game and immediately destroys everything. It seems like a straight-up 50-50 chance as to who lives and who dies. Well, so I actually I did some research into why it occurs. Because you, like... 
on a good day, you'll probably fit like upwards of 200 crabs into the crab nuke. And what happens is that as it lands, all the crabs are occupying the same space. So they all immediately get killed and they become giblets. And in that moment, so many giblets are occupying the same, the same space that anything in the surrounding area, the game assumes is giblet. And then it makes it it makes it happen. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if your characters are in a bunker or anything. Like if they're near the crab nuke, they become giblified. And so if it's close enough to the brain, the brain becomes giblified, and you win. Yeah. Um, although also it's a pretty good chance that it's going to destroy your brain as well if things don't go right. Yeah. But it all depends within that fraction of a second if you if you win or they lose. Sorry, I just unzipped my pants. You know, I'm taking my pants off. He's got to get comfortable. I've never worn pants a single episode. And now you're taping my dicks on the right side of my leg so that when I get a boner, it goes the right way. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I've been meaning to do that myself. <laughs> but wow. um, going back to Corsair's Command, sorry, i got to talk more about this crab nuke. Um, it was really good because then we got a mod that adds in actual nukes. So you could fill up a nuke with crabs and then nuke the place with crabs, which is just a more effective crab nuke. Well... See, I actually am not sure how if it's more effective or not, because when the nuke explodes, it removes some of the giblets from existence. But then, Colin <laughs> found a mod that adds in explosive crabs. <laughs> so what you do is you take a mega nuke, and you fill it to the brim with explosive crabs, and then it just, it like, blue screens your computer. Well, see... The thing is, the only reason that I think it might not be as effective as a regular old crab nuke is because whereas a regular old crab nuke has a good chance of just straight up crashing your computer in that moment, I seem to recall that the explosive crab nuke just took like 10 minutes to calm down and then it started working again. So I don't know. <laughs> it's all fucked. Everything's broken. That um, game is a janky piece of shit. Yeah. It's so much fun. Um, it's a ton of fun. It is no longer in development, unfortunately. It's been, it was in early access and it will now forever be in early access. What happened to the developers? Uh, they started making a new game. <laughs> they just gave up on it? I guess so. Well, cause Cortex Command was in development for like nine years or something like that. And in that time, they, they spent so long developing it that it was outdated. It became outdated before they could even finish it. So they moved on to a different one. Which is maybe a bad business practice, but I don't know. That's not great. Yeah. The new game that they're making is called Planetoid Pioneers. It also features art from R.A. Nicholas Johnson, which is probably why I'm going to get it. It's also another physics-based, <coughs> like, side-scroller <coughs> tactic kind of thing. It looks very interesting. Is it just the same game? Uh, no. It's has more, like, it's more destructible because it's no longer based around pixels. It's, like, based around... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like they have the images, which are the objects, and then you can destroy and break the objects like in individual ways almost. you got to look up gameplay to see it. I'll do that. Yeah. But well, we're hitting the uh, around the hour mark right we now. We still have 4,000 to go. And so we need to talk about... Game of Thrones. So effectively, this is where, uh, this is where the podcast ends for you if you don't watch Game of Thrones. Because we're going to be talking about the finale, so spoilers. But also, I don't want to say that much because I'm just, um, I'm just over it. 
it should also be known that I have only seen 20 minutes of the finale and nothing else of season 8. And we're about to spoil everything for him. I don't care anymore. Episode 5. I, I want you to go list, like, point by point everything that has happened that I should be upset about. Or, like, think, like big plot moments. Just People listen to our podcast, you fucker. The last two episodes, we've talked, you know, episode, mm-hmm. what is this one, 8? This is going to be episode 8. So episode 6, we talked about episode 1 and 2 of season 8. Episode 7, we talked about episode 3 and 4. Okay. And now this episode, we're talking about episode 5 and 6. I see. Episode 5. Uh, getting to it was a whole fucking hodgepodge of garbage. <laughs> it was hot garbage. They get there. Uh, the whole beginning scene with Varys is quick. Pointless. And odd. There's and no then, reason for it. Who is he sending the letter to? Much like Varys himself, who is very quick and odd. It's just one of those fucking things where it's like, oh, I'm Varys and I'm going to send all this shit. That's a weird plot hole that never gets covered up because then Danny, she kills him because he's like plotting against her. He's like, everyone. He was planning on killing her. He was yeah. going to poison her. He's like, John's Aegon Targaryen. You know, we got to get the people here to stop the bad business or whatever. Like, he's the good guy. And then fucking Daenerys goes fucking bonkers and burns King's Landing to the ground. Which, on, okay, listen. I do want to say the music and the acting is phenomenal. Like, the burning of King's Landing was the most Game of Thrones thing that's happened in the last two seasons. Amelia Clark's acting, phenomenal. Peter Dinklage's acting. Peter Donkulkin's acting when he goes and he finds uh, Cersei and Jaime. That's episode um, six, goddammit. Yeah, it. but still, it's amazing. <laughs> Um, episode six picks up after she burns everything to the ground. Um, and then nothing happens. She's like, I'm Daenerys. And then John and Tyrion talk for so long about fucking nothing because Tyrion's just a husk of who Tyrion actually is. He's not witty, but he's like, I'm witty. And he's like, I like wine. But it's like, Did shut you up. bring wine? Yeah, okay, that's wait. not you. Will you guys reenact the scene with Jonah as Jon Snow and Andrew as Tyrion? Okay, so I just Did you bring the... wine? No. Kill her. No. It's the right thing. No. Think about your sisters. They are loyal to no. And then he Run left. Dragon! <laughs> and then they leave. And it's just like Oh my god. And then he stabs Daenerys and then he feels bad about it. I Ray do want to say Amelia's Clark acting is really good. She like you could see the the Viserys in her. That's I feel like that's more the makeup. No know. no no like her facial expressions. Are oh like, yeah, it you're looks right. Like Viserys. She does like, look Ooh. like Viserys, and that's really cool. Like, like the acting was really good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> fucking Colin, <laughs> we were so close. Just fucking end the podcast. <laughs> Colin fucked up the calculator. The fucking show sucks. The Fuck Dragon Game of Thrones. Thing. My hair smells like it's burning. You're on fire. Iron throne, more like iron wheelchair. I hate the fucking show. Yeah, it smells like you burnt your hair. (laughs) The final thing I can say is that um, I do not trust those two, D&D. They can't do shit. They don't know. D&D? David and the boys. David and the... It's the two guys who make game, who translate it to TV. From books. Yeah. They can't do shit. Uh-huh. Fuck They're going to make a Star Wars movie, but they fucked up Game of Thrones so they can make their fucking Star Wars movie, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna see it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah, you tell it to the man. You.
you can email us at fuck you, he's my dad. We'd like to thank Colin McDonald for being on the podcast. Finally, I'm sorry this episode was shit.